0: Hey, this episode of the Older Brother Podcast is brought to you by the Rule Zero Seminar going out in Vegas this October. Uh, If you're interested in attending, uh, there's ten speakers, myself included, and other famous people like Rolo Tomasi, Ryan Stone, Modern Life John, John Somnez, Rich Cooper, and uh, Troy Francis, I forget the other guys' names. Um... But Old Captain will be there as well. It's 999 bucks. Yes, it's an egregious price, uh, but it's going to be two days and a lot of fun activity. It won't be a uh, one of those marathon seminars where you wake up at 6 a.m. no one shows up because they're all hungover. And with the added extra special benefit of field trips. They're going to have field trips. they have field trips. Each individual speaker is going to have his own uh, activity. Everyone's invited to it. Of course, it might be some uh schedule conflicts there. Uh, Rich Cooper's gonna go rent sports cars and drive around in the desert. Uh, Modern Life John has his anal gay bathhouse of homosexual love. Uh, no he's got a he's got a dude bro party house going on and I will be doing Cappy's Death March, which will be a 14 mile hike into the mountains. And we'll all have fun and enjoy. If you're interested in attending, email me at my cap capitalism account. That's capped C-A-P-T, Capped Capitalism, not Captain Capitalism, that's not my email address. It's capped, the abbreviation for Captain, capped capitalism at yahoo.com. And send me an email there and we'll give you the details and all that. I still have a couple uh, uh tickets left. Uh, I gotta get back home and see how many people put checks in the mail, but it's first come, first serve. I think at minimum I have three left. And they may give me an allotment for others, but uh we'll see. So that's it. Enjoy the show. I'll be back to a regular schedule in about a week. Doodles. Well, it's another hiking podcast. I will lie to you guys. This is more therapy for me than than you. I'm in uh, Deadwood, South Dakota. Great town, by the way. Great town. <clears throat> I know if you ever come out to the Black Hills, many recently come to the Black Hills... Is um, Mount Rushmore, Uh, so I think everybody should see that. Uh, You know, throw everyone in the station wagon. Remember those? And drag. And you kids, you got now. You got your like little iPads and tablets and television screens built into the back of a seat. If you were a real father, if you were a real mother, you would ban all that. You'd have them go through the experience you'd have them go through the experience where uh are we there yet no we're in Kimball we're not there yet no we're in Belvedere no we're not there yet uh so I'm in Deadwood and honest to god guys it's it's a fucking cruel joke where you battle your way up and you get out of poverty and you support yourself and then the finish line, it, I, I told this to Jack Napier. I'll drop my glasses. Hang on. <clears throat> there's no finish line. There's no celebration. Not that I'm expecting it. I'm just saying this. There's no There's no finish line. The true accomplishments in life, there is no finish line. There's no, you, you do it. On your own, like, the the day, the second, the nanosecond that I made enough money. So when I made a deposit into my account that I was able to pay off my house, I was, you know, and, and, and I cut the check. I mean, I made a celebration, but nothing changes. It's not like your day is different. All my life sucked, you know, the clouds part and the sun comes out and there's rainbows and unicorns. It's just another day. It, that nanosecond a second was there and then it was gone. And it's almost like losing a sense. Like one of your five senses. It's like not being able to see not being able to hear not being able to touch it's not able to rejoice. That's the problem. That is the problem. And I'm trying to figure out in my brain, riding across the United States on a motorcycle deep in my thoughts, you know, what's the ingredients, what are the chemicals, what is the secret to happiness, or why is it I'm not jumping up and down, celebrating. And I think it's part novelty, it wears off, another thing's part age, you get old, and nothing's new anymore. <clears throat> and it's great. Oh, there's that deer again. A lot of, lot of wildlife. And here I am. I Atham looked this up. Deadwood, South Dakota, everybody. So there's two main roads. There's a Y. The main road comes in from the north and it splits. And it basically goes around a mountain. One splits west, the other splits east. And then they all circle back and meet and lead South Dakota. I'm on top of that mountain. I could see both roads. I could see downtown Deadwood. I should be jumping up and down. I'm not. It is like being crippled or paralyzed or losing one of your, your senses. Like I said, I don't know if it's... Just you've done it before maybe your age it beats you up takes away whatever humanity or feelings or emotion I'm not talking sappy I'm I'm talking like the ability to cherish and rejoice like holy shit I did it we're on top of this hill I'm gonna hike to lead I don't have to (laughs) and God bless you guys God bless all of you who it, and you make my life. Uh, it's possible to have this, but I can't lie to you guys. It's like sending a man into outer space, report back. Well, it's cold and dark, it's not as exciting as we thought. No, no big green titted, uh, hot babe aliens that uh, Captain Kirk got. When you win, it's like, oh, now what? <laughs> And I was at Deadwood. I was at Deadwood. Again, people visit this place once in a lifetime. All the Sturgis riders and the motorcycle riders, I could see them. There's a handful of motorcycles because South Dakota's still open. And they're excited and they're happy. They got that joy. And they're old. They're like 60. We made it, Eartha. We made it, Bethel. There's that road. There's one of those people right now. Got to get an RV. Got the big ass RV, they're doing their trip. There's a silver Twinkie down there, too. And I don't know, you do it enough. Yay, I won. <laughs> and I was in Deadwood. Like I said, people come, they, oh God, they, they, this is their dream. This is my backyard. And when I had a cigar over at the tobacco shop over in uh, Deadwood, I strongly recommend everybody go there. Wild Bill, I've mentioned him before. He was the uh, Ashton representative, and he bought his own place. He wasn't there. Usually we recognize each other's faces. you know, like, hey, oh, yeah, yeah, Minneapolis, yeah. Had a cigar. I sat down. Looked at people, tried to relax. And you know, all right. I'm I'm done sitting down, looking at people. Done walking. Although I have to admit, this is a great viewpoint. I can see both roads, Centerville over here, and then southwest, southeast Deadwood. And I'm like, oh, I'm okay. I guess I'll get I'll get some food at Mustang Sally's. All the kids, kids are excited, they're excited. Oh, wow, they had a gun shoot, they, they reenact shootouts in Deadwood, oh, by the way. It's worth seeing, they, they they got some character actors, they're really good. Huh, here it is. Firefighters from Homestake Mining Company were instrumental in finding the fire of 1959. Image at right shows the fire burning outside of Deadwood. Oh, that's a big fire. Yeah, I got to come back this way, maybe I'll read this in its entirety later. And then I walked around downtown, gambled a little bit. I think what I envied probably the most is you got family. I don't think Cappy's going soft on you. I'm not saying I wanted to have, never wanted to have kids, but there's another town, Nemo, South Dakota. I have that up. So Nemo's kind of tucked in the hills. Nothing really there except it's 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 a crossroads. There's some gas and uh, a lot of wood cabins and uh, people just go there to camp. I don't don't know how else to describe it. It, All the wood, all the uh, buildings are made of wood. Um, Log cabiny, you know. It's it's rustic. That's that's the best way to describe Nemo is it's rustic. And I was pulling into town. I came in from the north from Sturgis through Vanhocker Canyon. I have to look that up too. And uh, there's like this whole family. A lot of people, I don't know, a lot of guys my age. I'm I'm estimating maybe the parents had seven kids because it was all people my age. They looked like brothers and sisters. And then they had their kids running around. And there was a house they rented, obviously. It was a sizable house. But there's so many people, you know, like, well, they're not fitting in that house. And sure enough, you see the tents pitched out back along the stream. Kids are running around, playing. All those people my age, they're sitting there by the campfire there, drinking their beer, smoking the cigarettes or whatever they're doing. And it reminded me, like, back in the day, my folks would do that in the 70s. This is going way back Jolly Good Soda, there's a throwback. See how many of you Milwaukee and Wisconsin people know about Jolly Good Soda? There, that, that's as obscure as Albert the Alley Cat. I'll, I'll be surprised if any of you get that one. And uh, just the summers they go. Sun would be setting you, running around, playing with your cousins and your siblings. And even though the adults were taught, I was like four years old, maybe three. Well, I was four years old and three, because that's what the age I was back in the 70s. And I just, there was somebody, I didn't understand what the parents or the adults were talking about, but everyone seemed to be happy. I remember Pap's Blue Ribbon, before it was rebranded for you fucking millennial quants. Quants, you know, people who study statistics. Not the opposite of penis, quants. And I just... Mustaches. Remember, lots of mustaches. Every guy had a Tom Selleck mustache before Tom Selleck was Tom Selleck. And that was there. Goddamn near... 41 years later, I'm seeing that. All I wanted to do was like, hey, can I join you guys? (laughs) But that's the paradox. That's the irony. You see, that's their one time... They're gonna maybe do that three times in their entire lives, where the whole family got together, and and then it's done. The wife will divorce the father, the father will divorce the wife. Someone's gonna die. Yeah, somebody's gonna not be able to afford it. Something, so it's, it's, it's good. That was their. That's their one big thing. And maybe it is novelty. Maybe it's that fleeting glimpse. Of, of true life and the point and purpose of life of your fellow loved ones around. assuming you liked your family I don't know they maybe they weren't even family Man, they were just, just a bunch of randos that hey let's go hang out I think they were family and I was like dang oh man I'd be just sit there and have a have a diet coke just listen up pick on each other and that's they were sitting they were just sitting around the campfire it wasn't even night Just had a camp of kids running around like, God damn, that's living. And they don't realize it. That's the thing. They unconsciously, subconsciously, maybe they recognize it. They realize it. Like, yeah, this sure is fun. Wasn't that great? But they're not going to cherish it. And then they're going to go plug themselves back into the matrix. I'm like yelling at them, don't, come on. Don't forget this. No, come on. And uh, that's the problem. I'm going to warn you boys and the, the handful of girls that listen too. When you achieve excellence, when you achieve minimalism, when you have total freedom, there are so few people. And you will go and explore, and you'll climb the greatest heights, and you'll climb all the mountains you can, and then it will get boring. And then you're going to be like, where the fuck is everybody else? And so you got to make a choice. See, oh, I guess I could have. I guess I could have been normie conforming, inferior. Had kids I couldn't afford. Been poor, not be able to eat. Face divorce. (coughs) Face a wife getting fat. Yeah, I, I, I know. It's the right choice. There's no doubt in my mind I made the right choice. But every choice has a consequence. There's always an opportunity cost. And man, just... To be a sheep, to be a commoner, to be a normie conforming and are like, ah, oh, look, there's a shootout here with fake guns. So one thing I get a kick out of the character actors in Deadwood, their clothes are very, very clean. I'm like, look at him, like, those are pretty clean clothes for somebody from 1876. The people that like, let's go to Dinosaur Park, it's a bunch of plastic crochet, whatever, uh, fabricated. Dinosaur Park is a park in Rapid City. It's just a bunch of dinosaur statues. It's been there as long as I can remember. It's just plastic dinosaurs. Let's go to Dinosaur Park. Why? Why? And all the tourists come in. They do the touristy little thing. Oh, look, we're at a real cowboy bar, Ma. Yeah, but bullshit, you are. That that strip mall went up like five years ago. They just made it look like an old saloon. Maybe that's what it, maybe, maybe knowledge is death. Maybe that's what it is Wisdom is death. You know, you know. Once you have knowledge, you're kind of like, fuck, It's seeing the Matrix for what it is. Like, holy shit. Octopus robot slave masters. And we're all plugged into the Matrix with things shoved up our asses because of our body heat. That sucks. You want to be like Cypher. Plug me back in. I don't remember any of this shit. Plug me back in. Ah, once you take the pill, I guess you could go back. I guess Cypher went back. And so here's Cappy. Hiking up the hill. Horseshoe Trail. Horse, what was this thing? No. Homestake Trail. The Homestake Trail. Have them look it up. It says it goes from Deadwood to Leed. And Leed, Leeds, oh man, when you guys ever come out here again, uh, go to Leeds, South Dakota, see if you get a tour of the old gold mine. Um, that's real interesting. I think the CERN labs, they had some kind of high-end physics experiment they were going to do in Leeds. But Leeds South Dakota is real interesting, a mining town. Mine shut down not that long ago. Uh, so it was still an active mining town. And it's all built into a mountain. Like, your neighbor's house is 10 feet below, I mean, it's like very steep. Drive, so it's really cool. Really cool. Maybe I'll go to lead. I'll check that out. I've decided to say, fuck it, I don't care about deer. Um, There are deer everywhere, and you don't want to ride at night. And I don't ride at night. Oh, the Homestake Mining Company, they're still in operation. No trespassing. All right. Oh. Forgot where I was going, so I wanted to, I wanted to hike this. There's if you go to Deadwood, Deadwood's in a valley. There's these mountain tops surrounding it. I want to climb up these mountains. I looked at this trail, one of the highest recommended trails. It's beautiful. You know what I like it. Ain't nobody out here. Ain't nobody out here. Can do my podcast, which will save me time later on. See then tomorrow. I will save myself two hours of a podcast. Then you guys will tune in. We won't have super chats. That is one of the drawbacks of uh, doing the podcast on the phone. But yeah, it's all right. So that's it. Old Cappy's a little melancholy, a little sad. Um... I've been by myself now for about four days, maybe five. Used to be able to do it. I used to be able to be by myself. Because I was excited. You're exploring and you don't really pay attention. And then once you explore and adventure and you find everything, like, where is everybody? And so I was kind of like, huh. I could do it, man. I could be gone for two months. I was gone for two months. Every winter. It went down to a month and a half. Then a month. Like three weeks, and now ten days is—I can't even do it. Can't even do it. And then the Paradise Wall, stay into the Twin Cities. Oh yeah, that's good. (laughs) Oh. So yes, we're getting a nice hike in. It is beautiful. The sun is the perfect... It's all perfect, guys. It's just perfect. This is an area I wanted to hike anyway because I'm kind of like, well, what's in between Lead and Deadwood? This trail, this mountain. Obviously some gold too because there's a bunch of mining companies that have their places staked. It's not humid. There's no traffic. Not too touristy. Some tourists, not a lot. COVID's keeping everyone away. Now I'm on this trail. Byman's got the whole trail to myself. Whole trail to myself. <clears throat> and that's about it. Let me think about the, uh... Let's get some sponsors out of the way. Adam Piggott. The World's Pet Kangaroo. At PushingRubberDownhill.com. The book, the blog, and the podcast. All at PushingRubberDownhill.com. His book, Pushing Rubber Downhill, is an absolute must. Uh, I would throw it up there with, uh... Uh, Rolo Tomasi's *Rational Male*, *Batch of pet Economics*, *The Way of Men* by Jack Donovan. Um, I I call him a hero because he did walk the walk. He he takes the he does not like being called a hero. I I think he is not like a real hero like where you put your life at risk. But you know, given the low grade standards of heroes, uh, he's definitely a hero then by you're brave and courageous and amazing you had your period so since you know having a period a period makes you heroic i guess everyone's a hero i think it's like a a higher ranked higher order hero Uh, because he did walk the path he did what, and then he went through a divorce i was listening to a podcast of his and he said it took him 19 months to recoup and i had a pretty bad breakup myself back in the day and that's about right about two years little shy. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day you're like, wait a minute, I'm fine. <laughs> Actually feeling pretty good. <laughs> Might have dodged a bullet, you never know. Uh, but uh, yeah, check out his uh, site, pushingrubberdownhill.com. Linda Gross, The Science of Mastering Women. Her book available on paperback, Kindle, and Audible at amazon.com. She is a licensed psychologist, doctorate, even though I have no faith in the psychology industry, she did a lot of mathematical research in, uh, in that book. So if you want a leg up on how to get the girls, get that book, The Science of Mastering Women. Oh, what else? Science NoncommunistScienceFiction.com If you're looking for a book that is science fiction, but non-communist, go to NoncommunistScienceFiction.com Michael Kingswood, buddy of mine. He writes science fiction book. Military guys, so want to toss your bucks to the war machine, where he raped and pillaged little babies. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I don't really believe that. I, uh, I I'm kind of like yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not, they're not bloodthirsty child rapists. They're your average American men and women who went into the military and like they're 18 or 19 years old, didn't necessarily know any better. Actually, they did know better because I always recommend everybody join the military. <clears throat> oh, what else? Better Bachelor. When you're done tuning in here, you can tune into Better Bachelor on YouTube. Search Better Bachelor. I was binging on him. I was uh, listening to Better Bachelor when I was walking through uh, Deadwood. Had cell phone reception, so I could I could stream that online. That's an interesting hill over there. You think, like, oh, like, there's this really interesting hill. Like, that's never been touched. And then you see the telephone wires. Like, oh, yeah, there's humans there. <laughs> Looks like they were mining something. A bunch of scree came out of that. Looks like they were mining something up there. Uh, Masculine Geeks. Uh, tune into the Masculine Geeks. Go to MasculineGeek.com. Find them on YouTube. And then my good buddy DT, who I'm going to probably have dinner with later on tonight. TheBlackBrigade.org. Check out <coughs> DT's podcast at TheBlackBrigade.org. And uh, tune in there. That's about it. I have not paid attention to the news. I don't know what's going on. Um, I can't. People have lost their fucking minds. And I don't say that uh, cliche-y. I mean that seriously people have lost their minds. Was in an exchange with a black dude, and uh, he's all complaining about whatever. And I, I don't care. I don't listen anymore. It's don't major in stupid shit. Don't have kids you can't afford. Don't commit crimes. And yes, cops should not be killing people. And they, those that do, should be pursued under the law. And all the emotion. And it's like, no, I'm I'm, I'm talking to an NPC. All I said was, only Democrats destroyed your town. I didn't take no pull, you did it, and, and it's like, okay, all right, fine. You know, Go be pissed off. Go be angry some more. Do this over and over and over again, and never close the gap. Wealth, life expectancy. I do have a book out there called The Black Man's Got Out of Poverty. And it, you, you, you don't even have to go through the, the rationalizations or reasons. These people are feral. I don't mean black people. I mean all of them. And I am probably one of the foremost uh, commenters or pointer outs of that the arsonists were predominantly white, and the rioter or the looters were predominantly black, and that it is this is not a race issue. This is a millennial spold kwantaha issue. And so when I realized he's an NPC, uh, okay, good luck, dude. I d- I don't care. I don't care. I just don't care anymore. Don't come to my neighborhood. Don't riot! Don't make me shoot you. Because I said, if we cannot reason, if we cannot sit down and have a conversation, which is what a democracy is really about, you know, so you know, because it's it's better to govern in peace than it is to fight civil wars. But if if there's if you are beyond reason, because you're a privileged little white kid from the suburbs, and you gotta have your heroic anti whatever it is. Because, you know, I don't know, your dad gave you too much money. You're like, uh, is it Bill Ayers? Who is the spoiled little quanta haha from, uh, his dad was in charge of Westinghouse CEO. And then he, he, like, some classic boomer 68 rebel that blew up shit. Actual terrorist. I think it's Bill Ayers. I, you, you got a, you got a generation of Bill Ayers running around, who isn't black, by the way. These people cannot be reasoned with. You're not going to reason with them. You're not. They cannot be reasoned with. And so, unfortunately, when you threaten my life, or you threaten my property, you're dead. You're just dead. Now, not that I wish to kill this guy. That's not what I'm saying. I feel bad because he's perpetually angry. He doesn't stop and critically think about it. It's all emotion. It's all NPCs. It's all zombies. <clears throat> and so it's kind of like all right. I, I can't. What do you want me to say? You're not listening to reason. You're, you don't even love yourself enough to work up the intellectual honesty to figure out what's really going on. You don't have the courage or the bravery to say cur- like, okay what's going on here? <clears throat> It's just easier to say sexism or uh, racism it's an ism thats all, it's all isms it's just isms isms this is and now it's a, this nothing's incumbent upon you no, it's all out of your control so go burn your neighborhood down that I don't how am I supposed to talk to that so that's why I kind of I've unplugged there's nothing for me to say no one's going to listen. Nobody listens to reason, nobody listens to logic, nobody is self-critical, saying, not only what did I do to bring this upon myself, but the idea that uh, if it's your fault, like, for example, everybody hear me, everybody sit down, this is a little bit of wisdom, old Cappy going to give you here. As you get older, your friends will hang out less and less. Some friends won't even return your calls. And then you'll think, what did I do to piss them off? Did I do something? And it's really sad because I'll call them. This is happening. Like, dude, did I do something to piss you off? Like, I'm sorry. I did. I didn't. What? What did I do? And in ironic sense, I'm hoping it was me. There was something I did. Oh yeah, Aaron, you fart a lot. Yeah, Aaron, you said this to my wife, and she didn't take kindly to it. Yeah, Aaron. X, Y, and Z. And the reason I wish they would say it was my fault because I did an action. I don't know, maybe I, I, I agree with my action. I'm, I'm not sorry. But at least now I know that's an action that I did and it's under my control to change that so I can get my friends back. It's worse. It's way worse than saying you erred, you fucked up, or you did this. They're like, oh no, man. We're just real busy. And like, oh shit. And that's where it really hurts because that's nothing I can do. That's not in my control. It's not my control. If it was something I did, I could apologize. I could change my behavior. But when it's them and they're just, you know, they're, they're tired or being, and this is the same critical self-criticism that you need, any man or woman worth their salt needs, is you got to realize that if somebody Am I already in lead already? Oh, man, look at this. I'm in lead. Oh, man, look at this. This It's cool. Oh, I'm in everybody's belt. Well, that was a short hike. Oh. Go to town, see you get a burger or something. You want it to be your fault. Because then it's in your control. And those three things I recommend does it just apply to black people. It's the same advice I give to everybody. Don't have kids you can't afford. Don't commit crimes. Don't major in stupid shit. Spend less than you make. That's all in your control. And disproportionately, though not solely relegated to the black community, it's this pride. Oh no, it can't be that you you impregnated five women with your dumbass dick, and now you're on the hook for all this child support. It can't be that you majored in some bullshit, uh, uh, aggrieved, uh, disgendered studies and you went to a shitty law school because education was the sign of success, not making fucking money. And now you're $300,000 in debt and you, you you specialize in social justice. No, it's not that. And it's not that, oh, okay, well, you know what, dude, you were just doing some pot and driving around and, and the pigs pulled you. No, dude, you, <laughs> you fucked up. You fucked up. You know, don't fuck up. I I even have a chapter of that in Bachelor of Pad Economics. I think the black man's got out of poverty as well. It's a universal Again, does it just apply to black people? Don't fuck up. And what's great is that if you screwed up, now you have the power and control to change your life. This is where I'm, I'm big on the push of getting all men to have a vasectomy. All of you. All of you. And then you make a sperm deposit, you know, somewhere, like in the, in the fridge. And then you, uh... Then you have kids when you're ready. Now when she, oops. 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 I forgot the pill. Oops. Well, we'll just carry this kid to term. Now I'm Christian all of a sudden. And I'm going to... I want a baby. Now I'm going to carry it to term. You know, I said I'd have an abortion. and Yeah, well, I changed my mind. By the way, I want a ton of money. That's in your control. That's under your power. And that's one of the things you can do as a young man to... I mean, I, not kidding. We could end poverty in a generation. Just like that. Unwanted kids, <laughs> that's the number one cause of poverty. But, that, that gets in the way of pride. That the, the young, I'm not so young, it's probably my age, the middle-aged black gentleman, I was like, these people because right they got something to stand with. How about you don't burn your neighborhood down? <laughs> How about, yes, Floyd shouldn't have been killed. I agree with, yes, arrest the cop. Yes, have an investigation. Yes, that is not right. But if Floyd didn't commit crimes, that would not have happened. I know, I... I'll think about the end result. I am trying to save a man's life. You're perfectly fine with this guy dying to what? Make a point? To fight back at the pigs? (laughs) My approach would have someone not be dead. And yes, you could say it's aggrieved and there's racist. Yes, yes. I'm not disagreeing with you. But a lot of people would be alive today if they didn't commit crimes. Now, a lot of people would be dead too. Like there's the the gal that got shot by the other Minneapolis cop. Although that was, I think she was like, hi, i marijuana or something like that. Not necessarily committing a crime, but don't be stupid. There's a, There's another one. Wait a minute, the hiking trail is this way? Caution, steep hillsides, watch your falling rock and debris. Oh, does that go to a person's house? Oh wait, no, here's the horseshoe trail. Alright, why did they... Yeah, somebody's backyard. Anyway, since I can't reason or rationalize with people to save lives like, hey, don't do this, I know it may not be right, but don't do that. Fuck you! Alright, fine. Now go. Go. And so I don't, I don't watch the news. I don't watch the TV. I know every day there's a new company. Oh, we're going... We're taking the knee. Soon there's going to be no companies I can do business with because it's just a bunch of Gen X cucks. Like, that's their marketing. All marketing and all of the business schools for the past 20 years is placate to people based on race and gender racism and sexism that's what it is hey everything's about race and gender not a good quality product at a good price oh fuck no hey buy these nikes kid for like 90 and don't go to because uh, colin capermick is a badass <laughs> oh. and so that's why i go for a hike high- it's nice sun is setting Grass and the weeds are all very bright and green because the sun's setting down on the west side. Not looking forward to going to bed. That's the thing I hate the most, is waiting to fall asleep. Aaron, isn't that kind of the sign of depression? Probably is, probably. It's like oh, I gotta get through this day. We're going uphill, so I got my hike. I'm gonna focus on the hike. A buddy of mine told me I should take meditation, learn how to meditate, take things easy. Some I think I'm gonna have to do. He also brought up the great point. In, One of these days I'll write a post about it because I think it is true. But I think most American men, most Western men, do suffer from some form of PTSD. Now, admittedly, again, I don't believe in psychology as a profession. I uh, totally am against people claiming they have PTSD because you got a B-plus on your college paper and you're a pansy little millennial. But I talked about this before maybe I wrote about it where it's like I've been firing a gantling gun for the past 25 years just fending off every possible little dipshit thing poverty trying to get food and then all of a sudden like I said there's no finish line all of a sudden enemies stop coming out of the forest there's no forest left I shot it all down I'm just, all I know is how to fire that Gantling gun. And the emergency's over, the war's over, everything's fine now, I guess. I was telling my pal, I don't know anything but to do but to fire that Gantling gun. How do I set it down? That's what he talked me about meditation, but he is right. Most Western men... I say most, I do mean most. Not you pansy millennial Z soy boys who had everything. It's a different. Oh, here we are. Oh, trail continue this way. I'm on a road. Oh, it's private, pro- oh no, I keep on going here. Ah, here's the trail. But most men have. We're programmed and hardwired one way. The environment largely due to feminism. And how that's changed the dynamics between men and women. So drastically. And warped it so wickedly. Um, The bipolar and the standing up and all that. Men are absolutely gone through some kind of trauma. And it's not like a... You know, in war, where there's actual real PTSD. It's, you know, 99 minutes of sheer boredom, interrupted by one minute of terror. Whereas I think what men have gone through is 20 years of a low to even medium level of consistent trauma, lies, deceit, struggle, strife. Got a is coming up. Who, uh, after a while, you you don't. I mean, my God, start. If you were bullied as a kid, dating, divorce is traumatic. I'd imagine that that's traumatic. This constant hatred of of men. You know, like men are privileged. Men, are, you know, you get that that message that. Blaring over, you know, I don't need no man. You know, it's like the greatest thing ever we ever wanted. Now hates our guts. The fighting—if you do get a girl—and they're just not trained at all. Forget trained to be nice. How about you're gonna die? Do you want to make this guy happy or not? The absolute lack of selflessness and altruism on the part of people that's supposed to fall in love with. I'll let this biker go. Howdy. Hey. Thank you. Yeah. When the one thing you're programmed to want turns out to be a royal pain in the ass, damaging, threatening divorcing, unstable, dramatic. And then the entire system is, oh my God, well, we're going to give this group of people huge advantage, and we're going to... And that'd be one thing, but it's like, oh, but you people are also responding. You guys, you other people, you half of the population are to blame for all their problems and woes. It gets tiring, and it takes a toll. So what we call long-term... Uh, consistent post-traumatic stress. Seriously, it's another thing. Is I'll get nightmares that haunt me, both real sleeping nightmares and uh, you know, just I'll be walking and I'll think of something like all this shit I went through, all this unacceptable bullshit. I just cannot help but put you in a bad mood. Oh, thank God I'm going to come out here and hike. Oh. Well, there's the mine. I wonder if this keeps going. It's a wonderful trail. Not too steep. But to constantly be under it, I think that's what it is. You're... Constantly threatened, constantly under-attacked, constantly criticized, constantly questioned. It's like, can we just get some fucking support? I'm sure more than one man had a tear welled up in his eye watching some old movie or watching his grandparents together where the wife actually supported the husband. He wasn't out to prove, and nah, nah. wasn't weaponized against him. But after that, I mean, after that constant struggle, it, it, yeah, and that's, that's just the female side of thing you go through, recession, majoring in stupid shit, your parents didn't raise you for crap, they lied to you, things don't go the way you guy. even claiming a lot of the Antifa people have post-traumatic stress syndrome, all the lies are their entire life is a lie. They're supposed to make money with whatever. They're going to change the world. All they know how to do is take down statues. Still poor. Still indebted. All they know how to do is panhandle. Guarantee you, there's some traumatic stress there. But yeah, I think not to. We're not looking for excuses. We're not looking to be weak. But shoot, by the time you're 30, <clears throat> I almost guarantee you boys have all suffered some kind of post-traumatic stress. I almost guarantee it. in part because of how women are trained to treat men, and in part how all of society and this is not a sob. this is just true you now. maybe you go talk to a real therapist about it. But you're not wrong. You are not wrong. Society does not like you, that is true. <laughs> and if they do, they got a real funny way of showing Yeah, think about it, if they actually like men, what would society be like? Oh, like the nineteen fifties? Oh, really? Oh. Like if society really championed men, they'd be like, Well we're gonna get the best guy for this job and oh we're gonna cheer you on we're gonna support you and holy shit. That's nowhere nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to nor would you really want that. You just treat people equally and relatively unbiased. You know, you should be fair and equitable to everybody. Or equal, not equitable. Equity means like you have the same amount of production and money even though you're a lazy no-good fuck who blames all your problems on a trait you were born with even though you're a lazy idiot that made you in dumb shit. I wonder what that is. <clears throat> but yeah, would it would be if you ever wonder, like, are men really being treated? What would it be like if men were constantly celebrated every freaking day like women? <laughs> what would that be like? And after after 20, 30, 40 years, yeah, you're you're probably getting sick of time. You try, you get married, your wife treats you like shit. You gotta go into all these lecturing. You know, uh, diversity or non-harassment uh, classes. Well, we got to promote this person because of their their uh, gender or their their race or whatever over you. Yeah, guys, I think uh, you might have some PTSD. All right, that's it. I'm gonna go listen to my podcasts, not my podcasts, other podcasts. of this loaded up. Maybe I'll get to lead and have myself a, a nice little cocktail, maybe? Should I? i got to hike back, although it's all downhill. This has all been uphill. All right, we'll see you guys later. Check out my books, all that other stuff. CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com. Links are on the top left. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.